What's up, lovers and friends? I'm Amanda. And I'm Marty. And welcome to the Crazy in Love podcast, where we discuss all things mental health, relationships, and the Black community. So this time around, I get to be the one getting interviewed for our topic of the week. So I have not seen the questions. (laughs) Who knows what Marty is going to throw at me? I'm completely bewildered (laughs) at this point. Yeah, they're not they're not bad. And like we said last time, it's giving us a chance to get the audience an opportunity to to learn a little bit more about us. Mm-hmm. Um and just to try to get a overall sense of us. To get the essence of us, so to speak. The essence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what does my essence look like or feel like? I have no idea. <laughs> All right. So the first question I have for you, Amanda is what brings you joy? Woo, that is um, a question, a very heavy question, I feel like, but a good one. I would say the first and foremost uh, would be like Jesus and reading my Bible and stuff like that's been the, the thing that's been bring, bringing me joy the most lately in my life. Yeah. Um, that and my garden, my garden is <laughs> like popping. Like y'all should see my potatoes. I'm like, I didn't even think I could do this. Like. And that's, I think that's why I'm like, it's bringing me so much joy because I'm like, dang, I ain't know I could grow stuff from the ground, from scraps. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause like my yeah. potatoes, I grew from scraps. Um, my garlic is growing from scraps. Um, so that, you know, I was like, okay, look at me. And then I got like a little tomatoes growing on my little tomato plant, but I bought that from Lowe's, but I, yeah. you know, bought it from like a little thingy and it's grown up. Um, so like it's been kind of cool. So like in a couple of days, I might be able to make us some fried green tomatoes. You know, because really I got the tomatoes so I can have fried green tomatoes because they don't have they don't sell green right. tomatoes up here. They don't right exactly. They don't sell green tomatoes up here. I mean Reggie like regular tomatoes. So if I happen to miss one, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He'll, well, I don't know because look, this is on a tangent, but like. <laughs> I get Misfits Market. Um, I don't know if people know what that is, but it's like the weird vegetables and fruits that they send to you. You know, you can order it whenever. And I begin tomatoes for him because I don't eat tomatoes like that. And guess who don't? No, I don't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And guess who don't be eating them, even though he was like, this is my favorite vegetable fruit, whatever. I'm like, oh, is it? (laughs) Is it? Because they're going bad in the fridge and I'm not. I'm not (laughs) You're not having it. Right. I'm so upset. I'm pressed. Um, other things that bring me joy is this podcast to be honest um and also going through therapy I feel like doing both of those things simultaneously has put my put my mind in a different place and I'm able to kind of identify like my triggers and identify things and think through my feelings a lot more um and having this podcast I feel like being able to help other people and like let people know like hey it's okay and it's normal like to have something going on with you mentally normalize it and so that we can name it and we can heal as a community because really at the end of the day I want to uplift everybody like I want yeah of course I you know want to do well for myself but I want to help people more yeah and so in helping people with like realizing oh okay I might there might be something going on with me but let me go get checked out or let me at least have a conversation about it or be willing to open up about it um like that will bring me joy too. Like it's bringing me joy now because I'm we're starting to have those conversations, you know, Marty. Yeah. Um, but 
just to expand more would also like help add to it but also it wouldn't if it doesn't ever do that I'm okay too because I got Jesus and that's the source of my joy (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's good like it's great to know the things especially new things that really bring that out of you Mm -hmm. because we know it's a struggle every day trying to figure out what keeps you going (laughs) exactly exactly yeah yeah I mean days have gotten better than they used to be because keeping me going about three years ago looks a lot different than it does today (laughs) (laughs) so how does your friendships impact you that is a really, really good question. Wow. Um, all these questions have been really good and surprising. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one because I have so many friends from different phases of my life um, that sometimes it's more so like a check-in type friend. Like I check in on like everybody, somebody crosses my mind. I try to do my due diligence and be like, okay, it's the Lord telling me, let's check in on this person, make sure they're doing okay. You know? Um, But of course I have, like, I would say my friends, my closer friends, like the friends I talk to on a like weekly, daily type basis, like people like you and like Cam and other folks like, and Taylor, like it's more of like helping helping me through my day to day. You know what I mean? Like when I'm yeah. going through bullshit, it's like, can I complain? Can I go vent to you? Can we cry together <laughs> or whatever? <laughs> like whatever we might need to do. Um, and I like having those conversations, like those deep conversations about life and about what's really going on and being able to be real and be myself, which is not that I can't be myself with other friends because I'm always myself. I'm I don't like to not be me because that sucks. It's actually kind of yeah. uncomfortable to not be myself or whenever I have to kind of like, I don't know, be a little bit more demure or like to myself, you know? Well, not really, cause I am I'm an introvert, but at the same time, <laughs> like when I know people and I really love people then I'm not an introvert, I'm like yeah. super out there, but I am an, an extroverted introvert. So I can work the room, be social. I got that little charm, you know, at least I think I do. I might not, (laughs) I think I'm charming (laughs) and I think I'm fun. Um, But with, I would say with like other friends, like friends that I'm not as close to, but I just check in with, they impact me in like, you know, wanting to be better or like, I I, I like to watch and see what they're doing. Cause like a lot of people are doing really cool things and really awesome things. And so that's how I end up reaching out to people via Facebook to bring them on to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and help help tell their stories. Cause I mean, like we all have a story. We all yeah. have things that we've been through. Um, and to be able to highlight that person and be like, Hey, random friend from this one phase in my life, please tell me your story. Tell the people your story so that you know like maybe me and you haven't been through it you know what I'm saying but like somebody else out there has been through it and they can relate to that person so like that's another way that I feel like friendships maybe not like close friends even though you know we bring on bringing in our close friends too but like 
um, friends that aren't, aren't so close. Like if anybody know me, I watch every, I'm a lurker on the social media. So if y'all know me, I lurk, I watch y'all. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I embrace it. <laughs> but in the end, hopefully me be creeping on y'all. Oh, well, let me not say it like that. Um, me watching and observing everyone. Hopefully I can bring you on and you can tell me your story. You could tell the world your story um, and help somebody. That that's really good because yeah. <laughs> you're right. Everyone does have a story to tell, and it's important to get them, give people that space mm-hmm. to tell it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes all we really want is just to be listened to. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't always take much. We just want that opportunity to be heard. Exactly, and I mean it's been kind of crazy how much like listening to people's stories has like really blessed me and helped me to put a lot of different things in perspective. But then also like realize, well, just when I say perspective, I think just thinking how like literally every single person has their individual lives, and yes, our lives intertwine in some type of way. But like people got things going on, and you never know what people are going through. Like you really don't, and it's been amazing. So the next question I have for you, Amanda, what motivates you? Woo. Um, what motivates me? I would say if you knew how long it took me to come up with these questions, you're gonna look at me sideways. <laughs> I probably would. I probably would. If it, if it took a long time. <laughs> it didn't. Oh, okay. Then I am looking at you sideways. (laughs) I'm looking at you sideways because it didn't take a long time. And if it did, I feel like there should have been a sweet spot, but I'm not. (laughs) Your process is your process. Mine is mine. (laughs) (laughs) And that's enough. You know, you learn about people. People have their own things. But anyway, what motivates me? Um, Who? I think a couple of different things. So first off, I would say like, I know I always go back to Jesus in the Bible, but that is really like been the one thing that's been bolstering me lately and in my life, like the past couple of years, um, as I've rooted myself more. And so wanting to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. following his God's plan for my life. That's, that's like my number one motivation. And I think number two is like making like my mom, sister, grandfather proud, like the people who are deceased, um I want to take some of that pain some of that hurt that I've gone through from missing them and using it to um help me to share my story and then share like other things that have been going on within me like I have a lot of other creative things that I've been thinking about that I've been wanting to push out into the world but I haven't still fleshing them out you know what I mean and so like (laughs) um and some of it is you know it's just really figuring out where I need to be, what I need to be doing at this stage of my life, which it's really hard to figure that out. Um, anybody who's an adult knows it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, even if you don't subscribe to like anything religious or spiritual, like it's still hard to figure out what you're trying to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's still hard to figure out what, what do you want to do with your life? What path should you follow? What path should you take? Um, so you just have to, I don't know. It's, it's hard to find something that motivates you, but that's what motivates me is, you know, that and then my family, um, not just my deceased family, but also my living family. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cause I do like, I mean, I'm, I'm the oldest sister. So like, 
Kayla's my younger sister. And I mean, my young, my youngest sister passed, but I want to, you know, be a role model for my sister. And I want to, you know, make my dad proud of me too. And make Reggie proud of me. And I mean, of course, like help build a life for us and build an empire for us. Cause like we have a whole, like I said, we have creative things that we want to get out into the world and do. Um, and we have to grind in order to do that. So that's what motivates me, even though like, yeah, it was touch and go um, for a, a while, I would say. Um, before Jesus and therapy, it was touch and go. So <laughs> might have seen some another. It, well, I ain't, well maybe we'll get there. Maybe we won't. I'll see what kind of questions you got. <laughs> yeah. get, give, give it a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you mentioned Reggie, and one of the things that I do have in I want to know this from your perspective. Mm -hmm. um, how has being married changed you? <laughs> how has being married changed me? Yeah. And especially, um, in especially in comparison to how it was before you actually got married. Hmm. So I don't know. This is really tough. And I say that because I don't really... Well, I'll say this. I'll say being married has changed my perspective in regards to like, well, I don't know, meeting Reggie, I would say changed my perspective in the in regards to wanting to have kids. I didn't really want to have kids before I met Reggie. Yeah. I did. I was like, yeah. I mean, and you know, so there there's that piece. Um, but other than that, I can't really think of much that has changed except like I feel like Cause I feel like a lot of, a lot of heavy stuff happened in early on in our relationship. Like my mom passed away before we got married, like things like that. Um, and he was just, he was there. Like, I will say had Reggie not been in my life, I might not be here. Like I might've given up on life. You know what I'm saying? Like just it, cause I, I was very depressed. Like suicide has been on my mind before. And I've thought about it. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm not going to act like I haven't. That would, I would be lying. And I want to just put that out there because it is what it is. Um, and so I will say being with him in a way like helped me realize, okay, I, I, I can't, like he was, he was supportive. Like, even though sometimes it was like, okay, you're stronger than you are. And I'm like, am I? Cause I don't feel like it, you know, and sometimes you don't want to hear that. That's not what you need to hear Yeah. sometimes, but sometimes it is like, it's not what you need to hear, but it's what you need to hear. Um, and so it kind of kept me in perspective until at least I could get to get some help, you know, um, yeah and get to a place where my mind is better so that I can be a better partner. Um, and, Cause I mean, we're, we're friends for like, even though like, okay, like the way we met and stuff was a little untraditional, but like we're friends, like Reggie's my best friend. Um, and he lets, he gives me the space to be me and do me. Um, so I haven't really changed. I've just been able to kind of more so flourish yeah. if that makes sense like I haven't changed but I'm 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 more so like coming into myself and realizing a lot of things um that if I was in a different type of relationship with a different person I don't think I would be able to 
do and accomplish, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It kind of goes back to what we talked about either on air or off air, because I cannot remember, <laughs> um, but about being able to be yourself and mm-hmm. needing to be with someone who gives you that space to be you and not change who you. Mm-hmm. We, I think we talked about it on air. I'm pretty sure. Probably, yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but yeah, I um, yeah, I just needed that. I need the space to be me because I'm a little wild and crazy. I'm a lot to handle, really. I mean, honestly, Reggie's a guy, and I'd be like, sometimes I'd be wondering, be like, you still want to be with me? Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like he probably feel the same way. Like you know, because you get on the part of marriage is you know getting on each other's nerves and sometimes you'd be like you still here you here (laughs) why are you here (laughs) even though like you you wouldn't want it to change it any other way but um yeah it it can be because I mean I was definitely I never expected to get married also I was actually I got to the point where I was content if I did not um before I met Reggie so I was ready to have a string of lovers all over the world, but it's all different. So it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) So you mentioned um, about how tough things were for you, uh, especially early on in your relationship with Reggie. Um, So since then, how have you been able to manage your depression? Therapy, 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 (laughs) and more therapy um we like me and my therapist have done activities um to where like it's called like like identifying like different parts and so like essentially literally what we did we sat down and we like I guess different she had different figures and they happen to be like dragons or whatever (laughs) and so like I literally said and like identify like what was my like anxiety dragon versus like my depressant dragon. This was before she had like diagnosed like the OCD piece of it. So it was okay. Let's talk about this part, this particular piece of yourself, and like what is it trying to do? Because like realizing that your anxiety in a way is trying to protect you, but in a like really sometimes if if it's too. Um, like if you're overly anxious, then it's a little, it's, it's not protecting you anymore. It's it's actually causing harm. And so like, how do you identify like, okay, this is this part of me, like, and it's trying to, trying to protect me, but like, let's talk down and figure out, okay, what, why do I feel like I need protection in this particular area? And what's really the situation because sometimes you know our anxiety we can create different situations in our head or we can you know we overthink things and blah 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 um so it I don't know it messes you up a little bit um and so just being able to like put a name to it and realize okay like this is this and also one other thing that's helped is allowing myself to feel my feelings yeah allowing myself to feel my feelings which I'm still working through and still trying to figure out because I know um, sometimes I don't know how I feel. A lot of times I don't know how I feel. And I have to sit and process and think to really figure out exactly how I feel. Um, because I, for so long, would just not allow myself to feel things or I would only maybe feel like maybe happiness and anger and that's about it. 
Um, because everything else was just too much. (laughs) Everything else was too much. And I mean, barely happiness. Let's really be real. It was more so like anger. And I mean, there was sadness, but if I, you know, crept too much into the sadness door, then it was just going to overtake me. So I, you know, didn't try to flirt with her, but... But, you know, anger, me and her, we was one and one. We was, you know, we was, I don't know, down. Yeah. Ten toes down. But, um, but yeah, like, now that I'm allowing myself to feel my feelings, no matter how they feel, like, even if I feel like, okay, I'm crazy for feeling like this, or, like, I don't know why you feel like this, don't feel like this, I'll still try to. Now, I don't do it all the time. But most of the time, like I'm because it's a process. It's it's hard work going to therapy. I will say that it's very hard work. Um, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard work. And sometimes you don't want to do it because it's tiring. It's mentally exhausting because you're literally trying to rewire your brain. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier that had you been through some, had you been going through everything three years ago, you don't know you would how I would have made it. So how was life for you three years ago? Um, well, I mean, three years ago, I mean, it was okay. I mean, I was in Greenville. Um, I mean, I was just being like dramatic. It was probably a little bit more than three years ago. Um, yeah, like I was <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, I mean, I really in 2018 was more so like working to get to where I am now. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't necessarily focused on my like mental health and stuff the way that I should but I also like was in a yeah I was just literally in a different place in life I was working with like the student I was working with my students and like they brought a little bit more joy into my life because I got to you know goof and clown with them and still feel like you know a college kid and all that um because I mean I still even though I worked on campus I lived on campus too um and now it's a little bit different um but in a good way, but yeah, three years ago, I mean, it wasn't the worst, but I would say like four years ago, I was definitely in a, a, a crazy place because I was looking for a job, looking for work, couldn't find it mm-hmm. <laughs> at all whatsoever. Um, we were bound to head back to Birmingham to stay with my dad for a little while, which was okay. I mean, because really after working a full year at like after losing my mom, I just knew I wasn't giving the students what, like, I just wasn't, I wasn't on, I I wasn't in a good place mentally. So I took a break from my mental health, but also at the same time, it still took a toll on my mental health. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't a planned break. Yeah, pretty much. Like I was planning to have a job. Yeah. Um, And I think what really, what messed me up the most was like, I had actually applied to a job at the same school I was at. And I was thinking, oh, okay. Because it made me feel like, oh, you got it, girl. And then I didn't get it. And then I was looking crazy because I I had bought a couple, I had bought, you know, a couple couches and everything. Thinking like, oh. You're about to be here. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to be here. So I had to, I was looking crazy, Marty, trying to get them damn couches, move them. Ugh. Huh. It was a anyway, lot. It was. It was like, yeah, like three years ago, I was down bad. I was down bad. I couldn't find a job. I was missing my mama. I had to move back home. I didn't really know, you know, I just didn't know what the future was going to hold for me. I mean, I like all I knew is I had Reggie. That's yeah. Really, 
about it. <laughs> like, because <laughs> Reggie moved down with me. Um, and then we got married, like, later that year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so that, I mean, it had its ups and its downs, but I definitely, I don't even like to look back on 2017, for real. I really don't. My birthday was, was garbage that year and everything. I mean... Yeah, like we even tried to go on a little trip, tried to go on a look because we had a trip booked to the Bahamas or whatever. Yeah. And then Hurricane Maria, global warming fucked my trip up. Um, and then we had to like flee. We literally had to flee. I think I told you this. Yeah. It was the most stressful time of my <laughs> life. Oh, uh, because my thing is like y'all should have y'all should have just rescheduled it instead of putting people on this boat. Y'all knew this hurricane was coming, and then y'all decided to just put this boat for FEMA. Anyway, <laughs> like that's really what made me upset is like they were gonna charter the boat for FEMA, so that's why we had to, you know, leave all the people, literally all the people. If we had never ran into them ladies in like after we went on the jet ski or whatever, yeah, we would have been stuck like Chuck <laughs> in the Bahamas for a hurricane. I've never wanted to be, I don't ever want to be on nobody's island when there's a hurricane a coming. <laughs> Scratched. <laughs> but the question was, how was it three years ago or four years ago or whatever? It was, it a was few hell. Years ago, yeah. yeah, it was hell. It was hell um, working through my depression. Um, but I made it. Yeah. And God is good. God is good. Even because I wasn't even really on, like, kicking it with him i was still upset at that time of my life so yeah i, I, I anyway. completely understand yeah <laughs> he kept me anyway so here we are <laughs> so i can tell the story <laughs> so the last question that i have for you is what is the most important thing to you thing thing person people activity what is the most important blank to you? <laughs> that's tough because I feel like everything is, that's kind of a relative thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that's and I'm, a lot of, I'm trying a lot to of your the, perspective. Well, but I see it. I feel like it's not fair because I don't, like, I don't just have like one most important thing, yeah. person, blah, 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 blah. Like I'm multifaceted. Um, as a human being so like I really I mean of course my my family and I would say I guess immediately my family meaning me and Reggie because like we're eventually we'll have our own little family I mean we technically are our own little family um but even beyond that like my other family so like you know of course my dad and my actually I really love my stepmom like Tammy's great she's a very nice person and like I do feel like you know somehow my mom's spirit has you know decided like hey this is the person that you should be with to take yeah. care you know like to take care of your spirit and your soul until you know so I mean it's it's and then, of course, like Kayla, my grandmother, my aunts, like just everybody, like my family, I would say is probably like the most important thing. Um, but also like, I mean, I love to cook. I like to write. I like to sing and dance, even though I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. at both of those things. I'm literally just <laughs> okay at both of those things. Um and, and I mean, also in cooking, I'm just okay. I feel like if I go get some more training, I could be fire. 
but yeah. I'm just okay. Because I mean, I watch a lot of cooking shows, so that's why yeah. I, I feel like I'm just okay. I don't. I hold myself to a a high a standard, standard. Yeah. right? <laughs> but also a low standard because I'm like, this is good for me for my lack of training. But when I get some training, though, y'all better watch out. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Um, because I am teaching myself to do some stuff too. But anyway, we ain't gonna go there. Um, my garden is very important to me because, like, it's just cool and knowing that I can grow food. Because I mean, I think it's something that everybody should learn how to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you never know when shit gonna hit the fan. <laughs> okay, the supply chains are already messed up. Um, they are. They just are. That's why a lot of stuff is going up. The prices are going up, people. The prices are going up. And I and I feel really old because I be knowing that and I be keeping up on that kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> um, but I also feel like it is very important. It's important to stay up on, you know, what's going on currently. And I mean, I feel like if I didn't have Reggie in my life, I wouldn't care as much. Because Reggie <laughs> always reading about the new news and stuff like that. Me. <laughs> I'm okay living in my own little world, minding yeah. my own business. Um, but you know, the world, the world, the world, the world is crazy. Um, but yeah, music is also very important. I'm like, what else is important? Working out, music, because working out is good for our mental health. And I would say therapy. So it's really hard to just really pinpoint one, but I guess if I had to say like the number one, it would be family. I mean obviously god is number one 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 um but i mean i like obviously he's gotten a lot of glory today so i mean i feel like that should have been a, a given and so then family so <laughs> <laughs> mm. i like, these weren't too 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 bad it's just like no they're more yeah. they're definitely definitely very deep questions i was I wait, I was expecting deep questions, but I feel like I was expecting them to come from a different angle, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like I trying to figure out what to ask is difficult. It is. You know, it was. Yeah, it was very yeah. hard. Especially when you know the person already. So mm -hmm. it is there is a thin line between what I would ask here and what we'll talk about after here, because you know, you got to kind of weigh what's, imp what's important and give people the chance to be open, but also mm -hmm. what's, we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll talk about it later type thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, cause I mean, everything ain't meant for the, the whole general public. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, I was a little bit more open today when I was talking about what my, my former whereabouts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and it, it does make a difference. And I, I do appreciate you like being open. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate yeah. you being open. You know, I'm I'm not an open book, but I'm like, um, hmm, I wouldn't say a whole book, maybe like a chapter. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I open up a, a couple chapters here and there, you know, and I don't yeah. mind doing it, but it, it is a little scary. It, it is. It, and it's <laughs> really difficult. It, it's really difficult to open up sometimes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, cause you never know if people are going to get it or understand. I think that's one thing of why I can keep to myself so much and why I don't, sometimes I don't share out it because it's just like, people don't understand. People don't know where I'm coming from. Even though like you got to give people a chance. Yeah. 
that that's a challenge. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. Because I mean, I think it's just really knowing who the right person to like open up to is, and that's that's difficult. You know, you just have to pray for a spirit of discernment, or just pray that this person ain't gonna be a a jackass, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Betray you or you? Because like, I think that's what stops a lot of people from being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. is knowing that somebody might potentially use that against you in some type of way, like use your vulnerability, the thing that you shared with them against them. Yeah. And I, and I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's really what it is. Or like, you're going to reject them for it. One of the two. Yeah. And I, I, I do think the rejection is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like I can care less. If, if I tell you something, I told you like, that's fine. But mm-hmm. rejecting it or rejecting me because of it, I think that's the more, most difficult part. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's worse than someone using it against you. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. It just depends. It depends yeah. on the situation. Because I feel like I could see how using something against someone could be a worse situation than the rejection. Yeah. Because, I mean, it could cause, like, something, using, like, a, something against someone could possibly cause rejection from multiple people and not just that one person yeah so that's i don't know but yeah it's just like people well if somebody shares with you this is what i got to say somebody shares something with you try your damnedest to just be respectful and keep that to yourself you know what i mean like i know it's not easy for everybody and i mean people have messed up i know i've messed up in the past or whatever so i can't even act like i'm perfect on that but I do say, like, if somebody shares with you and they ask you to not share it with nobody, then don't share it with nobody. Mm-hmm. And if, if nothing else, that's one thing I am, I am good at. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. But thank y'all again for listening to us. Yes, um, thank you. You can reach out to us at crazyandlovepod at gmail.com. Once again, it's crazyinlovepod at gmail.com. Um, please hit us up with any likes, comments, feedback, um, mm-hmm. discussions. If you want to be on, please let us know also. Yes, I um, do check the email. I do. I promise you I do. <laughs> Y'all just don't email it. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you're listening to us. Please mm-hmm. share us everywhere. Share, share, share. Sharing is caring. Yeah. And we will talk to you next week. All right. Yes. Thank y'all. Peace.